0: Hello and welcome. It's the Filmmakers Podcast. This is a podcast where we talk filmmaking, from indie film to studio films and everything in between. How to get them made, how to make them, and how to try not to F it up, in our very, very humble opinion. Today, we're talking about screenwriting. How to write scripts. Hi, I'm Giles Alderson, producer of the horror comedy A Serial Killer's Guide to Life. Director of the vampire documentary, World of Darkness. And director and co-writer of the psychological horror feature film, The Dare. The vegan documentary and a new TV pilot, I am in prep for. Now get this, most producers don't know what happens to their film after they've finished it. They don't know what to do with it. It happens a lot. We hear it all the time. It's sad, but it's true. So for example, um, what's the difference between a distributor and a sales agent? What actually happens at the Cannes Film Festival? How can your film stand out amongst hundreds of others? And how does your film earn money? Right? Well, our friends at Rain Dance Film Festival have devised an evening course. It's an evening course that aims to answer all these questions by taking you through the essentials of creating a marketing and distribution plan for your film. And you'll be taught by Deborah Shepherd, who has presided as UK marketing director for Paramount over releases, including Babel, Into the Wild, Revolutionary Road, True Grit and Star Trek. So if you want to turn your film into this year's sleeper hit, make sure you join her and Raindance. On Thursday, the 17th of July, it's 6.30 at the Raindance Film Training Centre in London. And guess what? You know this by now, but you can get 20% off when booking with our exclusive discount code. That is correct. 20% off RD Podcast 20. It means you can go on this course for just £46. Don't tell anyone else. Yeah, you can actually tell who you like. £46. And you get all that. Uh, It's amazing we can offer you this. It's only to our... Filmmakers, podcast listeners, or their friends. So, if you want that, get involved. The link is in the show notes. Oh, we do treat you well—that's for sure. Joining me as my co-host today is the brilliant screenwriter who has not only written the incredible screenplay, The Nobody's. <laughs> little giggle. Option by Parkhouse Pictures, the team behind *Anne and the Apocalypse*, directed by me, and hopefully going into production soon. But. He's my co-writer. You've heard me mention him many times on the darkly thrilling horror film The Duh. Everyone drink. You've heard me mention his name before, all the way from the northeast. It's Johnny Grant! Hello. Hello, Welcome. hello Charles.
1: How you doing? Good. Yeah? Very good man. Yeah. What's going on? You got some news to tell us? Uh yeah, I've just had a meeting with yourself. Yes. I well, that's, that's, no, that's
0: not news <laughs> <laughs> It was a great meeting as well yeah. And
1: a gentleman called Alex Hardy Who's directed two shorts um, Which are actually just stunning pieces of work And mm-hmm. um, music videos for bands like The Fratellis And uh, I'm going to be writing his new debut feature Little Darlings Woo-hoo! Which will hopefully go into production sometime within the next year Depending on how well I write the script That's very true so it's a lot riding on it, really. So hopefully I won't mess it up. Of
0: course you won't. It's really exciting. I'm so glad you've come on board to do this. Thank um, you.
1: Yeah. Giles is going to um, produce as well, by the way. I forgot to say that. No, it's
0: fine. So I was about to do it. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm happy about that as well. It's a bit of a safety net for me.
0: Cool. That's good. Yeah, we Because got, we, I know Giles. And we worked really well together right, yeah. in, right in the dare. Dream team. It was. It was very good. And we'll talk about that more in the podcast about how that worked and how that relationship came about mm-hmm. and uh, how it is working with a co-writer which I fully recommend obviously you're writing this on your own and you're used to that but for me as a director and a creative it was actually much better to yeah. write with other people but you're,
1: you're people. never really writing it on your own are you? even no, if you, you're, you're right, right you, you might have yeah. sole credit but really you, you're going to a producer or you're going to, a, um, to an actor or a director for, for tips and suggestions mm-hmm. and feedback mm-hmm. and even you're going to your wife you're going to your that's true. Family, going yeah. to your dog.
0: Your dog gives great advice.
1: Got my baby now. Riley does. Yeah. River loves dog. My my dog. dog. <laughs> Do not call him my dog. Riley the dog. <laughs> River the baby. Yeah, River. Yeah. Just okay, cool, cool. Just was that? Was that? That was River, right? He might give you some great advice. Yeah. Um,
0: Especially with the horror stuff, I imagine.
1: Mm. Big fan. He's used to it now. Yeah. Yeah.
0: He's uh, how old? Two months. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so our segment called the Indie Filmmakers Shoutouts is to support indie filmmakers like ourselves and we want to start shouting about screenings and kickstarters etc etc as you've heard it before on the, uh, the last five or six podcasts if you've got any you want to send us if you want us to talk or shout about any of these um, screenings whatever you've got get in touch with me at Joss Alderson at Pod on Twitter on our Facebook and let us know this week shoutouts this week to Kira Bray She's doing the uh, Making Films June Challenge and they've got the short film screening evening on the 11th of July at the Candid Arts Trust in London. 7pm. Congratulations, Kira Brain. Thank you for sending that in and getting in contact with me. Um, Good luck. And also, huge shout out to Nick Hatton-Jones from Grassroots Media. I meant to do this, I don't know, a month ago. Basically, he won. Uh, the Beertown Film Festival, that a lot of you entered uh, and a lot of you got nominated for. And Nick, with his film Spoon Fed, which was produced by Nellie McQuinn, hello Nellie, um, won. He won Best Film, Best Short Film. Well done. That stars Leslie Sharp and Joseph Moore, which kind of helps. Got, um, a big cast, but that film is excellent. If you can check it out, uh, go to grassrootsmedia.com. You can't can't needs a password um <laughs> uh, their film spoon fed should be around the festivals coming up so do check that out if you do but congratulations nick and thank you for letting me know you won yes brilliant um okay subscribe to us on itunes uh or listen to us on podbean soundcloud or the Podfix network where you can listen to some other fantastic podcasts, not just this fantastic podcast, but other fantastic podcasts such as Weird With You and More Gooder Than. There's loads on there. I'll keep shouting them out. Ah, uh, They're just cool people. Every single one of them. And if you can get a chance to check out their World Cup podcast, their World Cup podcast, then do it. It is under the Podfix banner and their World Cup show. It's called Three Guys One World Cup. This has been a spectacular World Cup so far. Listen to their podcast. It's ace. I've been trying to get on it myself, being a massive fan of football and knowing lots about football, Why enough, and no, not on it, because they're too good, they've got it sorted, go listen to it, it's great. Right, joining us today to talk about screenwriting and indie film is the wonderful Namita Cabalas. Hello, Namita.
2: Hi, hi Giles, hi.
0: Hi, welcome to the podcast.
2: Oh, it's a pleasure. It's, it's a pleasure an
0: absolute to... pleasure to have you, I promise yeah. you. Um, let's do a little bit of background on you. Of course. She started off being a production manager for University TV, right? Um, Producing all kinds of lifestyle programs.
2: For students, yeah.
0: For students, for students. Great. And then from there, you did very short films and trailers on numerous London-based production houses, right? Then she worked um, for independent online channels as a production manager, producing online broadcasting content. She now runs a successful bespoke video marketing company, making films for various agencies and companies. Yep. Great. Um, Namita is mainly a screenwriter, well known for her regular screenwriting tips online. She has written the, f- uh, the feature romantic comedy Beauty Queen, a film about celebrating physical imperfection. She's now a script consultant, giving feedback on feature film screenplays and shorts.
2: Yeah, and a writer's mentor. And a writer's mentor Mental, as well. Yeah, yeah. So I, what I do is, uh, yeah, I work with various filmmakers around the world, and I consult their scripts, give them feedback, and also give them suggestions on how they can raise their chances of putting their film into production as well, which is what we all want to have that's the most important thing how do we get
0: it to market how do we get it sold so
2: yeah it's more than just a typical script consultation that i do so yeah
0: okay so obviously this podcast is all about helping people get off their asses and write their screenplay i normally say make your film there but actually the first point and the most important part is the story and getting the story out there absolutely writing the screenplay so let's start the beginning okay what was it that made you want to become a screenwriter in the first place
2: well first of all i just I've always wanted to do Korean films to begin with. Just screenwriting. I just um, I just really had this. Desire since I was a kid, I, I had this desire to write for films. Every time I go to the cinema, I just want to know how, why, how this film was made, what it would be like behind the screen. Yeah. And um, before I studied film, I just watched any film, including Hollywood films, mainstream films. I remember watching the Stepford Wives with Nicole Kidman. Right. It was a very glossy film, yeah. and I was like watching that. Two thousand four, I think so. Then? Yeah, and that just made me think oh, I want to do something like that. I actually want to yeah. get work on a picture like that. See one mine day. went way um, back
1: to nineteen ninety three. Mm. No surprises what movie it was, Giles. Jurassic Park. Yeah. Jurassic Park. Yeah. Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I went to see Jurassic Park and it just changed my life. And people laugh at me when I say that, like oh, Jurassic what's you
2: talking
1: about? Jurassic Park changed your life. It did. Jurassic Park. It changed my life. And I'm not being okay. no. superfluous or anything. That is literally what happened. I went to see mm-hmm. it when I was ten. Came out, said to my dad,
2: "Yeah,
1: I want to be. A mo- I want to make movies in one way or another. Literally, couldn't think of anything better.
0: That's a great way to think of it, though. And then constantly think, how can I actually do that yeah. as a career? Yeah. It took a really while
1: from that moment yeah. Yeah. to the then after uni, and you know what uni's mm-hmm. like, and um, to build the confidence to actually to write a screenplay. But in yeah. the back of my head, that's something that okay. I've always thought it was never been if it was always when mm. yeah. and still yeah. is i just i think you have to have a certain amount of delusion in order to get where you want to be and yeah. i was certainly deluded as a 10 year old
0: we are still now though aren't we, absolutely <laughs> filmmakers and screenwriters yeah. isn't it it's kind of this sense of delusion you've got to have a little bit because you're, mm. you're creating a story from nothing yeah, well, yeah coming you up with an idea in your head and going okay oh, well that's going to be a film one day and people are going to watch it and pay for it that's they're slightly deluded in some ways right? i was talking
1: to a guy the other day um, and he said oh he hadn't seen him for 10 years and i used to talk about writing movies 10 years ago and yeah. he used to think he didn't say at the time but he thought it was crazy he thought who's this lunatic <laughs> <laughs> he was like yeah whatever and i was like yeah i've got ones one's coming out now i know now you actually can and say one with a dare is yeah, coming. yeah. and he was like i know but i just i honestly thought you were a nutcase He's, the, he's not wrong no no he's not <laughs> but you have to be a certain you have to have a certain mentality you in order do. to
0: because to get through to get you know let me to you know this to get through yeah. the sort of bullshit that is yeah. around making films you've got to have a sense of delusion and a sense of i can do maybe delusion is the wrong word but a sense of belief right yeah. it's like that calling that, yeah. that calling
2: that if, calling if you know if you have a certain message that you want to get out there uh, and you know that uh, this is what you want to write about, just do it. Delusion may yeah. be the wrong
1: word, no, but it's certainly a platform, a springboard. If yeah. you have the delusion in the first place, that can catapult you to actually making it a reality. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: it's so uh, true. And the, it's the death for me was t- uh, yeah. two ideas I had in my head okay. years ago. And yeah. well, I wrote them down separately. And they only came about because I was like, oh, let's just stick them together. And suddenly that's when the magic happened. You're yeah. like, oh, my God, we've now got a film. But that was just some stupid ideas you wrote Absolutely. down in a book. And
2: plus, when you come up with ideas for a script, they can come out the blue. And mm. then you, no one, you know, who knows? It could be good. From it's nothing. Good. It's, it's experimentation. I was well. on a subway
1: yeah. earlier and I thought, yeah. I'm going to regret. A subway? It, not subway. Well, like Underground. Underground, they call it. Yeah, we do because I'm all American now and I call things subways. Big, big time now. You've gone big time. Big time. <laughs> big time I was on the subway earlier. <laughs> anyway, And yeah. I imagined that someone had just, a, a homeless man had come up to me and give me a million quid just, and then ran off. And then I'd looked up And then there was a guy, imagine like the agent off the uh, Matrix at the other end who was, who obviously wanted me, but I was stuck with his million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. But I had a million quid, Mm. but I knew that there was a guy who was after it. So what did I do? Just leave it or potentially escape with a million pounds? And I was like, that'd make a half decent story that.
0: Similar to um, No Country for All
1: Men. Yeah. Either way, it just shows you that these ideas just come out of nowhere. Yeah, they do. Um,
2: Yeah. So yeah, obviously I did film, media for my degree, but then I've I just wanted to write a script. I, my, my passion is writing. I just wanted to write a script. This is where my message comes in to write is um, I come across a lot of beauty magazines and like the issue of body image for women is just and self-esteem and even I myself suffered this like 10 years ago and that kind of. Yeah, I had kind of low confidence levels back then, and I was feeling insecure. That's when um, my uh, calling to just get this message out there, Mm -hmm. you know, that that, that was my calling to write about it. So you had a passion...
1: and you went, yeah,
2: with it. yeah, yeah. I mixed it with my. It passion. makes it a lot
1: easier, doesn't it, when you feel strongly about the subject matter. That's it, yeah. To, to be able to write, to be able to write so, well yeah. about it. This was
2: about ten years ago, two thousand eight. This is when I started writing. So I had this, like, yeah. So I had this calling in my mind. I just want to just get this message out there. You know, let the world know how I feel to feel. So I started self-teaching myself screenwriting at that time so Mm. instead of relying on my education i wanted to learn elsewhere so yeah i did use some resources books uh screenwriters books i just learn learn from the books Mm -hmm. and then i just twist the rules to my own style absolutely because otherwise
1: Mm. i I know from listening to um alex Mm -hmm. ferrari um his podcast uh, the bulletproof screenplay podcast Mm -hmm. he had christopher uh, vogler on the other day and he was talking about just basically, what he'd done is yeah. morphed Joseph Campbell's theories into his own yeah. and ma- molded them into his own, mm-hmm. and he'd left them on a photocopier at the at Disney, right. um, uh-huh. hoping that someone would find them. <laughs> uh, and eventually, they made their way into the Lion King writers' room, w- in which he was invited into, when the, they'd already started using these. No way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the, the hero's journey, as he calls it, mm-hmm. um, to, to basically plot the Lion King. Yeah. Um, but what he said was. Eventually, uh, audiences start getting too wise to how films were going to play out. So you were going to see a movie, and you were like, "Well, I know the midpoints coming. I know the the whiff of death's coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know the third act break's coming." And it was all starting to become a little bit too predictable. So um, the challenge now is to use those key pointers as a guide where you can but also not be too prescriptive yeah. um that you that you are following essentially rules that the audience subconsciously are aware of where the film becomes completely predictable absolutely
0: yeah you do find mm. your own journey and is that what you find now with when you've started writing your first one did you sort of throw all those ideas out the window and just go look this is my story and these yeah. are the beats i'm going to follow because it works for me
2: um not exactly um i for me inspiration for my story just comes every day like around me what I come across everyday life um so it's like inspiration inspiration is around you wherever yeah. you go so you take yeah? take mm.
1: inspiration from actual how actually how people act in real life
2: yeah from even from tv shows uh when you go to a typical shopping trip it depends what your um yeah, ha- what, yeah. what you want to write your story about as you've what got your the message ear for it.
1: obviously dialogues yeah. everywhere yeah. behaviors are everywhere exactly, emotional yeah. responses are everywhere I know from my own working working for so long in addictions that I got to see that many human journeys, Mm. and people who have full, fully fledged arcs or none at all, where they never change. Of course, yeah. That you could almost map individual like addicts' journeys to um, to Christopher Vogler's model.
0: Yes. Yeah, that's interesting. And actually, how me and Johnny. Yeah met was he sent me his script for The Nobodies, which mm-hmm. was
1: based on... The, on my time working in addiction. Yeah. yeah. And
0: he just sent it as a, a cold. Didn't know me. Just, mm. you yeah, he sent it to a few yeah. people. I was cheeky. Cheeky and sent mm. it to me. And I, <laughs> I actually read this one. I, well, I read the synopsis at first and went, okay, I like this. And then read the script. Yeah. And I get sent a lot. So yeah. it was... But I, um, yeah, and that's when I first got introduced to Johnny and his writing went, okay, this guy can write and I like this story yeah. and I'll come back to it.
1: I was wondering I how you two, two met. Uh, yeah, yeah, it we was we actually, I remember you. the yeah. moment I got an email from you, Giles, about that because I didn't even know I'd sent it. What, you, what do you mean? About the nobodies. <laughs> yeah, I know, but you just forgot you sent it yeah, to I me. Yeah, I forgot, yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> I, yeah. Wait, I, did I not respond straight away? No, but uh, right. well, the I reason know. why I forgot <laughs> is because I I su- subscribed to INDB Pro yeah. when my, wife, my girlfriend at the time, well, now my wife, was out. And I was completely naive and green mm. as grass, and I thought, right, I'll just get all these emails. I'm sure Tom Cruise's email was on there, or something, and I just sent them to everyone. This mm. I sent like the nobodies to everybody, just shot it out. It was like amazing, six... what, even
0: like Tom people like Tom. Yeah, Cruise? I just
1: thought oh. screw it, six hundred emails or something. I'm surprised oh, I you said... didn't reply. Just
2: randomly. So
1: am I, Giles. So am I. I'm still <laughs> waiting. Uh, anyway, so mm. handful, you got second best though a, with me. A, 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 um, a quite, uh, yeah, no, best. Uh, <laughs> A, a quite eccentric old gentleman who lived in nevada uh replied and continued to reply and talk to me called uh i won't say his name actually because i don't want to upset him or anything but uh he actually loved it and I, which was very strange because it was like pure side at the time mm. uh and then you replied and i was, was i was watching the yeah. world cup 2014 world
0: cup. so it was in brazil so the was, brazil world cup i was yeah. watching
1: that yeah and i was like oh this guy called Giles, I said he really likes the script and you'd asked me if it was based on anyone in real life and if I'd sort of breached confidentiality. I was confidential. on it already
0: like, working out whether we can make this if yeah. it was based on someone's real yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: so I was Googling you, Giles, and I was like, God, he's been in the Damned United and he was in this and that. Yeah. Uh, and at the time I was like, this is amazing, like this guy. Uh, anyway, you said, I can't make it now, but leave it with me. And then I didn't hear from you for about a year or two, mm-hmm. or a year maybe. Yeah. And then it was my agent at the time, Luke, who you'd messaged. Uh, and then I was down next weekend. I was in London and we'd met and then that was it. It's yeah. just hit it off straight away. So mm. a very fruitful relationship. Has been.
0: Nice. Has been. Yeah. We'll we'll come back to this because we, we want mm. to be interested to get your thoughts on when we were writing yeah. the dare and whether that mm. was, you know, our process and stuff. Where do yeah. you... Like to write because this is interesting. Oh. I know Johnny likes to write in his room. Mm-hmm. I write wherever I bloody can, yeah, whenever yeah. I've got time. Oh. Have you got a specific place you like to write? And should you tell screenwriters
2: yeah. uh, to find that place? Yeah, I say write where you feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like how I write is I actually write in my office, my office at home, I write there. Um, then, however, most importantly, I take regular breaks just to get my mind refreshed because so, this this is where the ideas come in for me yeah so yeah i just work in bursts mm. i work they in short bursts they do say
1: um, that most like 9 on 60% of writing spent yeah. looking out the window not when you're actually writing. When you it's when true. Yeah,
2: it doesn't. It, yeah, it's true. Um, so most of your writing doesn't take place when you actually write physically. Mm-hmm. It takes place in the mind. You're wherever mm-hmm. you are. The thoughts just come in. Mm-hmm. So when you get back to your desk, get back to where you want to write,
1: it comes. out. I, I have a, a, a desk in my office at home, and then yeah. a blackboard mm-hmm. uh, which is, I can chalk on, and has loads of yeah. ideas. It has a TV for writers' commentaries, and okay. yeah. bless Lena, she, my wife, she's made it as perfect a writing set in bean bugs it's actually what well, i haven't got a wow. fridge in there which oh. isn't great to be honest no cuz you're putting there in there yeah well, that's what lena said it's, 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 so, she's like, no oh. it's for pies <laughs> it's, for, it's for vegan pies yeah uh, so <laughs> Sorry, shocking nice uh, organized office yeah, that so have yeah so i've got that space mm. and then i'll be downstairs on my laptop mm. and she's watching love island or whatever <laughs> other shit she's watching <laughs> and lena goes what are you doing Oh, I'm just editing. Mm. Well, you've got an office up there. Oh, I know, but ah, <laughs> it's comfy. I, I, for some reason, yeah. I struggle at a desk. Mm. I, you know, I, I just feel like it's posture mm-hmm. and it makes me feel like I'm at work. Mm-hmm. So I'd sooner go to bed and I, I've actually sustained wrist injuries from writing like like tw- uh, twisting, yeah. Yeah, yeah, twisting, yeah, twisting my arm. Just and she goes, "If you're uncomfortable, why are you writing like that?" And I'm like, "My hands are uncomfortable, but I'm just in yeah. bed and I like it." So, really, I, I do want to try and get into the habit of working more in my office where I belong. But I, for some reason, I rebel against it.
0: With the meter yeah. on that. Then, do you think that screenwriters can just write wherever it feels right for them, wherever they get the inspiration?
2: Yeah, yeah. I say, don't stay in office. Yeah, if you feel comfortable staying in office, fine. But mm-hmm. I would say. Go where you feel comfortable. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, if it's on, if, if you want to go on a vacation, yeah, go on a vacation, go on a holiday. You know, if if you feel comfortable, if you feel that's the flow of your ideas, mm-hmm. go to the place where you're inspired. As I well, wish I never said that now, because as soon yeah. as this
1: gets out, she'll be turning that into a rivers room, another baby playroom. <laughs> that's true, yeah. I love it, yeah. actually. Can you just cut that
2: bit? I, I say, said.
1: no, I'm keeping it in. Yeah. Cause she will be listening. It's highly Yeah, enough. I love the office. I do yeah. like it, but I just need to get in there more yeah can i watch the strangest place you've ever written
2: the place um <laughs> I, i'm most interested the, in this question yeah, because i have a strangest
1: place oh you do mm, i don't it's really Giles strange... fault as
2: well oh <laughs> i don't have a strange place It, was, it was, it's always in my office um or when i'm out about even when i'm on holiday as well
0: i think it's it, when you're inspired isn't it yeah. if you're inspired at the yeah. point to write and you haven't got your stuff with you then you're frustrated
2: that's it yeah so again, if you if we want to go for it, even if you're determined, just take your materials with you wherever you go. That's what I do. Mm. Go where you feel comfortable to write. You know, if you want to go on a holiday, feature office. But each and every one of us is different. Yeah. And what happens when you get
0: writer's block? What happens if those? Because oh. we all do when we sit there and we look at that page and go, "I can't get through this scene." What yeah. advice would you give people?
2: I'd say if to to avoid writer's block, then I, go for a break. Take a break mm. from your story, yeah. Go um, for a run,
0: i thought. things like that. Go for a run, go different. for. This is what
2: I do as well when I wrote um, Beauty Queen, when I wrote my screenplay. Mm-hmm. I go on regular breaks, I go on long walks. I, I always take my notebook with me or I have oh. the notes on my phone. And your phone yeah, yeah. You yeah. think you're texting, and you're then, not your
1: writing an you don't.
2: Yeah, uh, and if something pops in my mind, I just write it down because because your mind flows when yeah. you have a break when you take a break here, yeah, the your creativity starts See, revving up again i'm yeah. not a,
1: i don't know if i believe and, mm, in writer's block at all mm. in that you might struggle to think of something mm-hmm. but writer's block suggests that you aren't able to write anything which i don't mm-hmm. believe i'm okay. a big prescriber when i was writing this the last draft of my book uh, which is not oh, near completion. Oh, by the way, Johnny's
0: written a couple of books. Just throwing that in there.
1: Well, the first one was garbage, hot garbage, and should never be spo- should be boiled in oil and sold as soap. I thought it was quite good
0: the first bit <laughs> I read, I'll be honest. This
1: one's much better. Right, um, and right. I'm just on the second edit of that, and I will finish it. Um, but when I was writing this draft, or the mm. first draft, I had literally no idea what was going to happen next, from page to page. So I'd go to a cafe near on the morning before work. Just write, 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 yeah. write mm. What Blind writing. And it's like uh, write, drunk, edit, sober.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: Um I wasn't drunk, obviously, but that's mm-hmm. the term. Uh Okay. I haven't had that
2: though,
1: but yeah. <laughs> uh, that's what I mean. I, I never had writer's block once because you could just write and write and write and write. Just what, write whatever comes into your head because it's better than nothing.
0: And you think it's and better you- to even, like say, if you can't. Get through that scene. Just go. Oh, I'm just going to put some crap down mm. and then get to the next. Yeah, scene. yeah. And then pour come it back like to cheap
1: it. wine and then make it sparkle like champagne. There, mm. you yeah. know, just better get it. There's loads of terms. Better to get it written, than, you know, and then get it right yeah. and all of that stuff. Get it down. In, my, although everyone has a different. This is just my way. Mm. Everyone mm. might be different. Someone else might be different. But my way is just to thrash it out because you cannot work with a blank page.
0: Well, no, as a director, I can't
1: exactly <laughs> but if you have something tangible to work with mm-hmm. you can fix it you can't fix a blank page you just, that's you...
0: so true you mentioned there. you said you just write blind so you don't have the structure do you think it's important to have a structure first in the meter to have yeah. everything said okay well this is my uh, beginning middle and end if you like but obviously your story beats down or your scriptment do you think it's better to have that first before it, you write or yeah. is it just up to the writers individual mm. I think
1: everyone works
2: differently it, it helps it definitely does help um, my way of avoiding writer's block is um, just know your story well know your context well mm-hmm. do your research most of all before you even start writing that story because if you do your research into your context if you know your if you know your story your context your characters very well then when you write your scenes, it wouldn't be a problem. You can just go back to those notes, yeah. yeah. Back to your research. You can base and your message as well. So yeah, it does help in a way. That
1: the message is an important one. What you what you were yeah. talking about earlier, in that you yeah. almost alluded that you have, you felt like you had something to say. Yes, mm-hmm. and yes. that's important that's because my if calling. you, in terms of writer's block, if you literally don't have anything to say with what you're talking about, whether it's a commentary on society or history or whatever it is, veganism or. Mm-hmm. Um, what what's happening in America now with the, the child camps and all of that stuff if, if yeah. you have something yeah. to say it will flow out of you that's it I if agree if you don't yeah. have something to say thematically mm. you will struggle and maybe that's, that's what writer's block is right. but I'm a gobshite, so I always have something to say and I'm opinionated, so I feel like I would also always mm-hmm. have something to say. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs>
2: you write as much as possible. Yeah. That's the secret to yeah. a good script. Rewrite, rewrite, rewrite. Yeah. The mark yeah. of a good
1: writer is his mm. ability to edit or her ability yeah. to edit. Mm. If I give you a first draft, Charles, of anything that I'd written... Oh, God. Anything. <laughs> I wouldn't be...
0: We probably wouldn't be sat today. Absolutely yeah. not. No, but
1: it's true, though. No, right? oh, yeah. Hemingway said it. Yeah. The first draft of everything is shit. The first yeah. draft of literally everything... And the first draft as Ronaldo as a footballer first, was shit. The
0: first edit of the, any film I've made has been shit. Yeah, of the first draft as Ronaldo as a footballer well, yeah. is a perfect example. First draft yeah.
2: is not perfect, really. Mm. It, it takes about, well, for me, I took, it took me about 13 to 14 drafts to do mine. Yeah, mm. Over and over again, yeah, because the more redrafts you do, the more solid and accurate your ideas will be. Uh, yeah, you know, it helps like you finalise your story a very easy.
1: Le- like When mm. you learn to drive, you get into the car first on your very first lesson, and you're like, oh, my God, what's that clutch? Yeah. What's the, what's the handbrake? What, everything's overwhelming. It's, mute, it's terrifying. It's mute, yeah. You don't yeah. know what all the mirrors do. Mm-hmm. And it takes months, sometimes years, to be able to learn all of those things. But now when you get into the car after you've been driving for years, you don't even think about it. You just do it. Mm. Yeah. And that's why it's difficult sometimes for writers to talk about the process behind what they're doing because at first they're new because they're having to learn all these different methods and then it just becomes where you're just doing it, and you almost automatically, yeah, sometimes outlining and all of that stuff is more for for someone who's uh, much earlier in their attempts to do it because you almost not, and also I think naturally we are storytellers. Mm-hmm. We've been ingrained yeah. with stories since day dot, so since we were babies. So you know story mm-hmm. structure, yeah, you do. You know, yeah. beginning yeah. The middle and end, goodies Alex, well, and baddies. Alex won't mind me saying, we were talking earlier. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much he knows about story theory or oh, story with this, structure. With the Little Darlings project, yeah, yeah, the Little Darlings project. But I know for a fact I can see a clear structure mm-hmm. in the story, and he's never mentioned once. Oh so, well, it's based on Vogler's Writer's Journey, but mm-hmm. I I know. That suggests to me that he understands subconsciously. He knows how story works. Mm-hmm. And if I didn't see a clear structure, I wouldn't accept. I wouldn't have accepted.
0: Yeah, accepted the the job. The job. Yeah. Let's let's yeah. jump back. So someone's got a, a an idea. How do they go about going? Okay, let's talk about character. Let's talk about actually screenwriting of someone. I mean, people who are listening to this are probably yeah. some established screenwriters and some newbies as well. Yeah. So. How does someone go from going, "Well, I've got an idea in my head to actually physically putting it down If you talk us through that process, mm-hmm. that'd be great
2: and it depends on the idea, yeah okay. um so, so you have this story idea um so you've gotta think about the structure first of all, so yeah. you gotta think about the idea. Does it have a message though first? Does it have a message? Yeah. Because that's going to be, again, the driving force of your script. Mm-hmm. So you've got this idea. Then you must bring, give it a beginning, middle, and ending. So you've got to kind of shell that out. So whether you want to work from start to finish or even work your way up, so start with the ending, middle, or beginning... Some screenwriters do that. They do start from start the script from. Yeah, I remember being the, in primary school and yeah.
1: writing, learning how to write stories and beginning, middle, and end. I'm going to tell you a tiny, tiny little mm. story that is really funny, but it actually says so much about what we're talking about. Yeah. My little old mum, who I've told you about many times, mm-hmm. Giles, the mm-hmm. most innocent, um sort of, some might say absent-minded, uh, at times. But the most warm-hearted, loveliest woman ever mm-hmm. said to me once. She went, "Johnny, you know what kind of film I love? I love these type of films." Thinking she was going to say rom com or one of those RoboCop, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something like that. She, I said, "What, mum? What type of film she likes?" She went, "I love these type of films. Mm, yeah. she said, I love a film with a, a with a beginning and a, and a middle and an end."
2: <laughs> Every film has a beginning, exactly. middle, and an
1: end. But that is the point. <laughs> Yeah. She yeah. likes to know mm-hmm. she's going from A to B to C to without guided. any messing about. She wants to set up, she wants a payoff.
0: She wants to tell her friends she Must got the guided, story I yeah. did through it. and yeah. That is what you the,
1: do. That is the general audience. Mm-hmm. that the one there's no point yeah. trying to overcook the pudding and complicate things. We want simple stories that are well told that we can relate to. Look at the wrestler. That's
2: it. This I always it. use the wrestler I'm as an really example, this-
1: but it's so simple.
2: I liked stories that relate to the real world around us because mm. nowadays the films that we're seeing now is full of fantasy still, mm. you know. So yeah. um,
0: it is. what's the most important aspect of building a character then? What's, what, what's the grassroots? What's the bit you've got to try and get through to an audience?
2: Well, when it comes to creating character, how I do that is, um, for me, I... Every character has a purpose in your story, and and they must have a purpose in your story. I just think, what part of your message? So you have to go back to your story's message. Yeah, what part of your message does this character represent? Yeah, what point does your supporting characters? What point of your message does your supporting characters represent? Obviously, your protagonist is the key. They're going to lead lead us along the way and show us the meaning of your story and your message. But also, your supporting characters you got to work on because there are as important as your main character so yeah i just think what what's their purpose in the film how does it shape my protagonist because remember you're supporting characters that you put in the film in your film in your script they're supposed to shape up your protagonist yeah like the yeah. values the beliefs it, linking back to your main message yeah. so you have purpose like yeah I've, so go make sure it's that like
1: the, the, have the the supporting characters all compromise um, what the character might be missing as a, yeah. a um, and as a, as a whole so they can be a, a part the support could be a, um, an aspect of the protagonist that of his personality that's missing we talk, I've talked about that uh, quite a lot in terms yeah. of the antagonist mm-hmm. uh, being the yin to the protagonist yang almost and yeah. then they come together to, uh, by the end of the film to make a whole. So the the, yeah. the 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 Batman and the Joker. Mm-hmm. He says uh, the Joker says at one point, um, "I don't want to kill you. You complete me." Mm. So they're both mm. two halves of He'd the one. He don't see Watch Jerry Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he meant. This is what he meant. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's it, it's often what the one yes. complements the other so well that they that's actually it. could come together as one and. and and that, that's that's, that's that, synth- yes, yeah, synth- synth- that's really
0: interesting. Um, yeah. Do you think it's best to outline everything before you start writing?
2: Yeah, it will help you a lot. I say the more preparation that you do for your story, the better, the, the smoother your process is. What I do mm. is to to start out creating good characters to do a character trait list, do a biography. You know, mm. really shell your character inside out. Yeah, each of your characters. So that includes your protagonist, your antagonist, and your supporting characters does not have to be every single character like for instance if it's just a minor character's like who just appear in one scene like a shop assistant etc like etc yes. it's not really needed but if it's like your supporting character with your m- main character then yeah i say just scoop out as much information as possible out of them so I- include uh, their traits their age their history the background favorite the relationship cereal. yeah if, yeah favorite foods
1: even if you habits. don't use it because it could inform yeah. the script i yeah, find yeah. It, i find this by the way extremely difficult to do and never do it until it after i've started it helps, I, I, I know yeah. i know it and people say it but for me personally i have to just write the damn script and everyone's different and then because yeah. no one else is going to see it i would i'm more likely to do character bios once i've got one draft because then at least i have an idea
0: but how interesting would it be if mm. you did what Namita's saying and actually yeah. did it first? Do you think there's? Like, I've tried. Have you?
1: Oh God, yeah, I try every single yeah. time.
0: Yeah, what what method, stops you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: what? 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 I'm too p- impatient. Mm. I just think why you're my, like what? your mum. You just want like the beginning, middle, and end. Just like me, mum. I just I, I, <laughs> I, I know that to. that's exactly what I should prequel. be doing. Mm. Yeah, but but in my head, no one's going to see anywhere. Mm. I don't send, I wouldn't like to send a first draft to somebody. So, yeah. Okay, let me you, you might know yeah. this then. In terms of yeah. speaking to agents and managers then,
0: if you're going into the room with people and they're going, cool, you've just done this horror. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm using this as an example, Johnny, because yeah, this yeah. is what's going to happen now with, yeah. when the day comes well, it out. it has already. <laughs> has already. Johnny I, now I, goes I, now
1: into... I'll only be constrained to horror. <laughs> yeah, well, that, well that, but because it's you... Done, you're, that's you're, but fine, What's
0: great is you've already got another horror aside from Little Darlings that we're yeah. doing now, you've already got another one. Yeah. So would you suggest that people stick to the same I know you said earlier that actually yeah. know right what works, but when you're going in the room with a big agent yeah. and they've seen you know your first film's come out, they yeah. want to know what you can do. They want to yeah. sell you, they want to put you in a box.
1: Oh of course, yeah.
0: Do you think that's yeah. to have a similar film that you've written that you kind of know's never gonna get made, but at least it gets you through the door uh, to the next stage. I don't know, I'm just yeah. asking the I questions. just think
1: that you, you, feel, the, 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 yeah. the, the constraints of genre, of especially with horror, are expanding. So to me, it that's wouldn't true. be a terrible thing for me to just write horror movies because you can do so much within that genre. And it actually, if someone said to me, you can only ever write horror films, that actually forces me to be more creative.
0: Because you've now got to think outside the box Yeah, your scares or your, your gore
1: you're horror. You're forced you to come up with different. something that's more original as a result and you're constantly pushing the boundaries. Would, yeah. What do you think?
2: I think if you're pitching, like, it, including to executives, um, yeah, you, you pitch your story and a bit about your profile as well, and the, and the sort of films that you're aiming to do mm. too, because that will help. Yeah, the sort of films that you specialize in, that you want to get out there, and you want to target as well. Because filmmaking, screenwriting is a bit like running your own business as well. Like, being mm. a screenwriter is like being your own entrepreneur. You've got your film, you've got to pitch it. Yes. You know, you've got to prove that this film, it can make money yeah mm-hmm. it can attract a large audience there is interest in it yeah and if there's potential potential in that film there's audience interest and even production houses on board a why great not? Talking of pitching. yeah it's yeah.
0: great how how do you pick what's the best way for screenwriters to pitch in a room because that's the tough because uh, a lot yeah, of screenwriters aren't geez. necessarily extroverts they don't necessarily want to stand up and speak how what's the best way for people to do that
2: I, if you can do sixty, if you can say your story in sixty seconds, then that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, what screenwriter a lot of screenwriters do is um, your pitch has to include um, what you've been, in, you know, your message, the style of the film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what is it in the style of? Think of other films that inspired you. You can include that in your pitch as well. What you're looking to do in the style of? Um, then you include your story, your beginning, middle, and end. But when you do your end, you can't kind of leave things on kind of a cliffhanger. Mm. yeah just mm. to get people hooked like hooked yeah just include that hook
1: i was talking to talk to my agent the other day and she said um if you can't pitch your story in one line then forget about it mm. like w- literally one line like one yeah. what mm. is it and can't and it, what is it is it so one film meets another mm-hmm. there you two you elevate a pitch yeah and the one line and because yeah. well, that's what sparks people's
0: interest. Because yeah. people won't sit and read your screenplay. Why would they? Yeah, it's a yeah, long it. thing. It that's takes why. ninety minutes. It's it's a lot of time. That's it. Whereas if you can pitch it in that, and they go, assist me," and they go, "Oh, okay, that perks my interest." Yeah. Okay, now I'll read but your yeah. logline. Now I'll read your synopsis. Now I might read your
1: screenplay. You have to get past certain barriers at the gates. You have yes. To go from yeah. one gate. You're through the you through the logline gate. Right. Let's get through the, the synopsis gate. Mm-hmm. We're through that gate. And then if you get to be lucky enough to get to the screenplay gate. Hopefully your script's you good are, enough. Yeah. What You've yeah. got to hope. Can I just ask you um, about yeah. your process, not in terms of right. uh, you write a synopsis and all mm. that stuff, in terms of the, the time that you spend writing, how many nights yeah. a week you write, what time you write, how long uh, do you write for?
2: And when I debuted Queen, I wrote every day about... Two, two four four to two, 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 four hours a day. You know, energizing yourself is key. Yeah, that's mm. what I always do. And for me, the best thing about taking regular breaks is additional ideas do come in your mind mm-hmm. as well. That helps you improve your script and improve your writing, even your writing process as well. What I do in my writing process, I always make notes. I color code my notes as well. Oh, okay. I make nice. I I color code my notes whether it's on certain characters, I color code them like blue oh, for one character, red, red yeah. for another character. Um even subplots I map out my subplots. I map out my main plot, my structure, you know, just to make sure everything is going well. Uh, I still have those notes. This is, what, Giles, notes. This, and, have...
0: Well, this is what, Giles, I need this help. Well, this is why <laughs> yeah. I'm good. terrible. With. I, I have I do none that. of this. It this, helps, though. It yeah. does, this is why I'm good with you, because I then come in and go, right, we need to tie yeah. up that subplot.
1: We need to do this. And... Yeah. But I think being on set helps massively with understanding yeah. what you can and can't put in a screenplay. It's so My true. My early screenplays that action thriller was just ridiculous what and you've I... learned
0: from yeah. making the dare is oh, invaluable, invaluable. For absolutely 100%. invaluable
1: i couldn't put a price on it no yeah.
0: and before we talk yeah. quickly on the dare let's talk about dialogue <laughs> because we're talking about you know the overall process but in terms of specific dialogue yeah uh is there any tips and tricks you can give people out there for writing good dialogue yeah
2: Uh to write good dialogue um you just need to know your characters really well. Know their attitudes, their values, their belief. Each character is unique. Yeah, you need to make your characters as contrasting as possible, mm, and I you need to make that. sure that's reflected in the dialogue. Yeah, mm-hmm. good dialogue in good screenplays is if you see the dialogue in your script without any name, if you can, if you could tell who says that's who says that line. Mm-hmm. If you can't tell that. Well, you see a, a line of dialogue. Yeah, you see somebody's dialogue. If you can guess that character right away without seeing their name, that that's a sign as well. You've done. It's a good and, and it's character. Yeah. So it's got to have attitude, personality. It's got to reflect your character, and um, most of all, it's got to reflect your messages as well. The dialogue, because remember, dialogue it makes up just you know over fifty percent of your storytelling. It does make up a huge chunk of your storytelling. I like me.
1: It it can do, but I like using as little dialogue as possible. <laughs>
2: That's good. It yeah, is good as well.
1: Yeah, um, as long as and better. It, it, it,
2: not yeah. a wasted
1: word would be my mantra for at least. I'd like to think I could try and play by that rule. Is that yeah. don't waste a single word? And it. the dialogue has to move the story forward. If it's necessary, yeah. As well. Don't just necessary? put it in there because yeah. it fluffs up a character. Good, like, yeah, exactly. We're not yeah, Tarantino. No. no. A lot of amateur screenwriters, including me, in, in yeah. the past as well, has thought looked at Tarantino or someone like that and thought, I'm going to be really clever Mm. and self-referential with my dialogue here. And you you have to pay... Tarantino's earned his... Spots, yeah. you know, yeah. and his stripes.
0: Yep. Yeah. And he has, so he can do what he wants. He want. can do well, what we he wants. We can't. can't. No, we haven't got that luxury to do that. No, you need to think, is it necessary?
2: And it, there's already
1: Tarantino. He's called Tarantino, so let's... Exactly. <laughs> he's
2: got his own style. Focus you know. on he's on got his own um, way uh, If you of can working. tell
1: this story visually or with dialogue, do it. It's a necessary evil, in my opinion. I agree. When, I get, it, when I get
0: screenplays through, the first thing I go is, okay, we can cut that dialogue. Yeah, People but... like it. write often like a play, and they come from the play background as yeah, I did. Numbers, I, yeah. I used to write uh, plays all the yeah. time. So yeah. when I started writing screenplays, I would put so much more dialogue in than needed to be there because yeah. you over explain it. But once you become yeah. a filmmaker, you realise that yeah, actually it less because yeah. less you can film that. You get reaction and you get that. Yeah. You cut to a kettle and you get that. Yeah. It's it you've told the story totally. by doing that rather than actually, someone saying I'm putting yeah. the kettle
1: on. In first drafts it can be useful because it actually uses it can be used as a pointer for you and you only and to know yeah, where you then, want to get next, mm. but then you go through it and go, actually that can cut I'll, yeah, I'll use a visual guide. I'll use a visual B there, I'll use a visual B there and any visuals. Mm. I don't think there's an awful lot of dialogue in the day, to be honest. No. There really isn't. And that's not that, a lot of there's no monologues and really, you not, know, I don't like seeing big chunks.
2: I uh, see scripts where they, they they write out feelings, they write out emotions. You uh, know, like oh, I am disappointed, I am how do you so know? angry. I don't write it in dialogue. How we expect, Show it. How are we expressing
1: yeah. that visually? Yeah, how express it visually. Know? Don't
2: write everything out through dialogue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just say out. Oh, in action as much as possible. So don't rely heavily on dialogue to tell your story. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Including expressing actions, thoughts, feelings, emotions. That's a no-go, yeah. Just let it out through f- figure expression, body language. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Characters' body language and
1: a lot of writers when you read screenplays, just overcook the pudding and try and, and me in the past as well, like really try and overcomplicate it. And a lot of it's by trying to be original.
2: Yep.
0: It happens. What happens if we go the other way and we potentially did this on the dare is mm. we had so much story and information there that me and you went okay cool well let's cut a lot of that back and it'll come through within the story on with the beats and then what we found sometimes in in certainly on set and then in the edit was we pulled all that back yeah. so much Paired it back too much that, there has to be a balance there was that little bit that you went mm. oh, okay we'll just say that and then, oh okay that covers that yeah
1: Yeah, because in our heads we were like okay well that that totally makes sense because you can be trying to be too clever by not saying enough so you really have to have that balance Mm. of not saying too much not say but that you could that's like for everyday life and you're telling the story and even for us now when you're trying to communicate something you can't not say if we can't just sit here in silence and go look at them not saying any dialogue they're dead good characters them they're not saying anything (laughs) but then if you say too much yeah, it's 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 a funny
0: one. I mean I I really enjoyed co writing the dare with you. And I think why I enjoyed doing that was because we could bounce off each other. Mm-hmm. We wrote I mean, we had a I had a treatment already. Yeah. That I developed, uh and then I brought it to you when yeah. I said, Look, come and write this with me. Uh-huh. And then we developed the treatment out to be much better and story beats it all out properly so we had a really big strong and Mm -hmm. kind of totally new treatment and then what we did was we just kept bouncing the 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 dialogue and the scenes between each other Mm -hmm. and within a month we had a A a, 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 and a strong draft by that as well it was like we'd already been through a couple of and
1: and final draft only released um a core writing feature on the last version so final draft 10 has where I could write something and then it would instantly go, like kind of Giles's eye cloud and he could write the next bit. You but could we, see it on the screen. Yeah, yeah but when we were we didn't have it. So it was just that, like we had like a million different versions with like all different colours, weren't there? And mm-hmm. But no, it was a really good process. Uh, yeah. Loved. Mm-hmm. I remember having pretty much an 11-hour conversation with you on the phone once. My God, we did. In 11 we did. hours? Break, oh, I yeah, yeah. stayed yeah. off work. Oh, yeah. I had to put an emergency That's holiday in to get some stuff done on it. And it was all day and it was, which obviously we ate, went to the toilet and we were just like, I'll just left my phone on loudspeaker, but it was like we were in the same room. Yeah. I think if we'd have been in this, if we'd have... Somehow, I'd hired a room out and had all that time together. It, it would have been amazing for us to be able to do that.
0: Totally, to have a writer's room, to have everything. Totally, stuck yeah, up that's but actually. Determination. But actually, yeah. it might have changed how we did it because there'd been too much around us. Where we was, we all we could do was focus on each other's faces or whatever we were looking at. Or put yeah. something else in the background so that yeah. we could go. We would just focus on what we were trying to do, mm-hmm. and like I say, within a month we had it. And mm-hmm. for me, mm-hmm. I'd, I I loved working like that. I did because it was just, and we were never
1: afraid to challenge each other. No, always, which is really important. And we've done it today when we spoke to Alex. I think you need to be able to do that instantly Mm -hmm. because if you're shy about. You'll never get anywhere. No, it's true. You, if you're you precious be... about your own work, that's the no, so, that's a different yeah. thing altogether. You've got to if accept you... criticism as oh, well. Oh God, that didn't work. God put it. some terrible ideas out there, but you're throwing stuff at the wall sometimes, and some of it will stick, and some of it won't.
0: That's true, and that's the best way, right? To yeah. to just chuck stuff at it and go.
1: If you have an idea, just it. say it. Yeah, it when
2: you finish the script, shocking. yeah, show it to your friends, uh, anyone you know. Yeah, show it to as many people as possible, and get as much feedback. Because that is the that's key for getting improvements for helping you improve your script, yeah, you and, have to. and you've got to face, like you say, you've got to face as many the criticism. Yeah. You know, even if it's bad and good, you've got to accept it because yeah. uh, that this is the real world. This is the this is your audience it's for your film. Yeah, mm. if they. If, if they find it confusing or, you know, that I understand it, then you need to look back and, and think why, yeah? W- what is it they find confusing? Mm-hmm. But How you can work on even that? Even a
1: bad idea can be yeah. molded into, like, can give somebody, if you're co-writing, one of my bad ideas could actually give Giles a better idea. Yeah, it's yeah. true. That happens a lot. Actually. So much, yeah. All
0: your bad ideas I turn into good all, ideas. All, all, every say? time I have yeah. a bad idea, in fact, the whole <laughs> film
1: is just full of my bad ideas that Giles has turned into better
0: ones. It's not true. Um, <laughs> but it's, it, 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 but we did, we both come up with bad idea go okay yeah. no but actually from that this could happen and yeah. you go yeah, yeah that
1: really works i would say bad ideas are almost important as the good ones because sometimes the good ones are good ideas but they might mm-hmm. not work
0: yeah especially it's
1: mixed a yeah yeah
2: yeah you know you can always work on it work on it till you get it right absolutely yeah, can, and yeah. no
1: there was only us two no one was no one knew what we were doing no yeah. it's true had so, we
0: been optioned by that 11 hour phone call had we actually yes yeah. we had yeah, yeah, yeah so
1: this yeah, was okay. coming from uh, when the studio gets involved, and they have a whole different set of ideas based mm. on life from uh, the studio exec's point of view, mm. and all of those guys, which we hadn't really taken into consideration, was a massive mm. learning curve, and we wouldn't make those mistakes now because we've been through the studio system and we know.
0: Yeah, yeah very true. Yeah, fascinating. This has been brilliant. Namita, um, me to give us yeah. some, uh, if you can, any kind yeah. of advice. For young screenwriters now, or older screenwriters, yeah. or first-time screenwriters,
2: I'd say if you want to break into industry, let's just start writing. Start writing that script. You know, mm. don't wait. Um, don't wait on an agent, or don't. You don't have to. You don't have to do a course. You know, you can just start writing. Start writing that yeah. idea. Once you have got that idea, just get it out there. Mm. Self- teach yourself the craft. Yeah. Yep. Teach yourself the craft every day because this is what I did. You teach yourself the craft. You you know you pick up, and when you write that screenplay, just apply the new knowledge to 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 your story. Yeah. Keep mm. honing your craft at the same time, and um, network. Secondly, you must network. Network yep. to as many people as possible. Build up your own professional presence as a screenwriter. Uh, so network with writers who you can learn from, exchange ideas. Um, connect with producers as well connect Mm. with professionals connect with filmmakers film crew because the greater your networks then you're raising your chances of your project getting made and building yourself a good presence a good community around you because now it's who you know yeah? yeah it's all to do with connecting
0: this has been brilliant thank you so much um so if people want to come to you for script consultancy work yeah where do they go
2: okay uh Go on com slash screenwriting. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll find out much more about me and, what I, uh, and more, more about my script consultations and my mentoring programme as well, where I guide you to help build your screenwriter's career from writing scripts, coming up with ideas for your stories, to helping you raise your chances on getting them made as well.
0: Wonderful. Wonderful. Um, and you
2: can follow me on Namita Kabilas on Twitter. There you go. Yeah. And
0: I, if you're not doing that, I'd suggest you do that right <laughs> Yeah, definitely. She has now. some great tips.
1: Right Thank you. now,
2: Thank you. this okay, right is now. how we connect. And That's again, we connected. I'm happy that I'm meeting Giles right now. And yeah. he's, he's also been a great top follower and connection of mine who's always been retweeting, always been liking. Absolutely. In conversations. I think so why, this is why we're here. It is.
0: And I think sure. there is a small group of people who do do it and they're constantly doing it. And if you're part of that world, and there's some people who've like yourself and other mm-hmm. people have been retweeting me and suddenly I'm connecting them or I'm reading their scripts or I'm thinking, yeah. okay, I could work with them. Mm-hmm. That's huge.
2: Exactly, I'm making yeah. movies. So
0: therefore you're kind of going, okay, cool. Let's yeah. connect and make things happen. So it's
2: best to build that spirit, it's, that positive spirit around all of vital. us. It's you vital. Know? Yeah, it's what's going to get us going. Right. And that's right. I do.
1: always say, if you get the elevator off, make sure you send it back down. I was I mean. just about to read it. Sorry, you, man. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you
2: said the words out of his mouth. <laughs> I liked it. I always
1: like it, though, when do you it, say Do it, Do it again. <laughs> If you get the elevator up, make sure you send it back down. Similar, yeah. <laughs> what is it you say?
0: Oh, I can't remember.
1: Oh, it's something like that.
0: If you do, if you rise up and do well, it's your duty to send the elevator. That's it. duty's
1: the words. Yes. Yeah. But fair important.
0: play that you even remembered it and, and yeah, of even close. I remember Thank everything you, you say. Uh-huh. Um, where, can <laughs> pe- where can people follow the wonderful Johnny D Grant?
1: Uh, at Johnny D Grant. Right. Or you can follow me around the streets. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I haven't had anyone say that for ages. <laughs> no, said it. Not that you'd want to.
1: You haven't got a website. No, I haven't. It's time. Do you reckon? Yeah. One of my mm. best got friends the out, in the world too. is a website designer.
0: And he's a new website designer.
1: Works for... <laughs> Give me a discount. He might do.
0: No, will no, will he? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he's
1: my, he was my best man. Sweet, get your
0: website designed. Get on it. It's important, right? Yeah, no, go
2: for it. Yep, yep. If you want to build a screenwriter's present, just build your page, build your profile, especially on social media. Build up your social media as well.
0: (laughs) johnny grant.com yeah. there you go yeah, yeah. we'll make Have that happen it, make it happen so yeah. that by the but, time this comes out i totally agree with yeah. the meter here i think yeah. it's really important that screenwriters so if i look at your work yeah. i search your name and there you go and you go i've got this one in development this one in, and design some little posters that are just uh, and, yeah. and uh, i could use them ones from it. my
1: bedroom from the ones you take, did from when you were see 10. that that is the payoff for the motive there you from go yeah that is which, Park, that's good screenwriting I, <laughs> I love
0: it. Yeah, build your presence. Build your presence. <laughs> Earlier,
2: the better. Yeah.
0: And um, speaking of which, you can follow me at Giles Alderson uh, or at Filmmakers Pod for this podcast. Get your screenings and fundraisers into us. Uh, your indie film shout to Do it, do it, do it. And we will shout them out. Thank you very much, Namita, for joining us.
2: So, pleasure. Pleasure. It's Seriously. been our pleasure.
0: Nice to meet you. It's uh, a uh, pleasure you. to be here thank as well. You. And yeah. Johnny, thank you for your... This uh, Technically, it's your debut, though. You've, your name's been mentioned many times mm, on the Filmmakers I Podcast. I loved it. So I'll come in. You will. You will. We'll be talking more about it. Being prepared is everything. You can make your indie film. You can write your screenplay. But know who your audience is. Know what you want to wanna write about and get out there and do it. And remember, Johnny you're lucky enough to rise up and do well it's your duty to send
1: the elevator back down
0: boom if you listen to this please like share and subscribe to us on itunes uh, and do spread the word it's very important new show is out next tuesday as always so we will see you next tuesday until then stay well work hard and try to take another step forward to making your indie film take care now bye-bye johnny
1: bye giles thanks so much
0: bye-bye namita
2: bye giles thanks
0: pleasure